Okay, Boker Tov, everybody. So we were discussing uh, how Olam Hazel is similar to darkness. And we are discussing how there are really two fundamental uh, mistakes that darkness can cause a person to make. And the first one we discussed was the fact that sometimes darkness will hide things from us, things that we just can't see, and we, we maybe run into things, we maybe mix things up because we can't see what's going on. But the second mistake, and it's even worse than the first one, so going back to the nimsha, going back to the practical application, that sometimes olam hazeh can mislead us, and it can make us think that that which is bad is really good, and that which is good is really bad. Through this, it causes us to strengthen our bad ways, the things we shouldn't be doing. It's not enough that we don't see the truth. The, the, the evil we were blinded to, we can't see it. But sometimes the people who are misled by the darkness of Olam Hazet, not only do they not realize that what they're doing is wrong, but they spend a lot of time trying to prove that not only is what they're doing not only wrong, but it's actually a good thing. And this is the, the real evil which surrounds them and brings them to destruction. Referring to B'nai Yisrael, that their, need, that their hearts have become covered with fat, they don't listen to anything, their, their ears are, are heavy, they're not, they're not uh, listening, their eyes are, are covered up. So they don't see with their eyes and they don't hear with their, and their ears, the ears don't hear, their heart doesn't understand. Since they're under the control of the Yitzhar Hara, they're in the darkness, so therefore they're not open to hearing things. As Ramchal said, sometimes these people, they not only have followed the, the, the wrong path, but they try to justify the wrong path as if it's the right path, which is even worse. Ah, however, those who have already uh, been able to exit, been able to release themselves from this jail, from this being all caught up, being all locked up. So those are the people who can see the truth. And they can advise other people. And the Ramchal is going to elaborate on what we mentioned earlier. So what is this similar to? It's a maze. It's a a garden that's planted as a maze. It's a recreational garden that the, the ministers have. The plants are made walls. There are walls and walls of very tall plants. And they, these very tall plants, they form a maze, many, many different paths. They're, inter, they're mixed with each other. They're, they run into each other. They're all very similar. And in the middle of all this entire maze of all these paths made by all these different plants, there's a portico or there's some sort of central area that a person is trying to get to it, to get to the middle. That's the conclusion of the maze. 
these paths, Mehem Isharim, Magim Be'emet El Ha'achsadra, some of them take you straight to the middle, and some of them mislead a person and they distance a person from where he needs to go. But a person is just walking on one of these paths, he doesn't know whether he's taking a good one, the true one, or whether he's taking a false one. They're all the same, and the person who sees it can't tell the difference. Unless he's very familiar with the path, he can recognize it. He's gone through these ways, he's already reached the middle, he's already reached the conclusion. That's the portico that's in the middle. So somebody who has already reached the middle, he can tell the difference between which way you can go and which way you can't go. What's the true path and what's the misleading path? And he can warn other people, Lomar, to tell them, This boat, this is the way you should go. Somebody wants to believe him, so that person will reach the destination. But if you don't want to trust the person who has done this already, now he wants to follow his own eyes, see and what he what his own eyes perceives. Certainly, he will end up lost, and he's not going to get to where he needs to go. So too, when we apply back to our situation, with the situation with the Yetzer Hara and the necessity of doing Cheshbon HaNefesh. Somebody who has not overcome his Yetzer Hara yet, he's considered to be within these paths, so to speak. He doesn't know which way he's going. Those who have already overcome their Yetzer Hara, They've reached the quote unquote the portico, the middle where they need to go. They've gone through all the waves, they've seen all the paths with their own eyes, they know where you're going, they know where a person is supposed to be going. They can advise somebody who wants to hear. We have to believe them, we have to trust them. So what do they tell us? Come to the literally the city of Cheshbon. What it means is come and make a calculation. Let's figure out what's going on. What do we need to do in this world? They try, they saw, they, they know. This is the only way, the only way to do Cheshbon HaNefesh. By reflecting on our actions, thinking about our ways, thinking about our past, are the mitzvot that we're doing correct? Are we making the right decisions? That's the only way. There's no other way a person can reach his goal. There's no other way a person can reach his destination without doing cheshbon nefesh. That's what the people have already come to Yetzir Hara. That's what they tell us because they know, they've experienced, they've tried it. They've got to the conclusion of that maze. And they tell us only by doing cheshbon nefesh. Only by thinking about our actions, are they good, are they not good, do we need to improve them in what ways, do we need to make them better, or it's the only way a person can reach the goal, which we've discussed before. Okay, have a great day everybody, tomorrow we're going to finish the, uh, next year we'll finish the third parak, and then move on to learning how to acquire this midah of watchfulness. Have a great day.